What's showing on the display now? Same as before. Security lockout. Contact Port Authority. And uh, now? Same as before, but now we're a delightful blend of static to go with it. Mac, it's been two hours. Have you broken the security lockout yet? Short answer, no. Long answer, no. What the hell is taking so long? I want to get out of here before the Imperial Union or your gun-happy girlfriend turn back up. So not my girlfriend? Whatever. Have you tried calling the Port Authority? It's a recorded voice saying stand by until a representative can contact you directly. What the hell does that mean? Are they going to call us back or are they sending somebody out to meet us? Doesn't matter as far as I'm concerned. We've been on radio silence since this thing started and have dogged the hatches. Nobody's getting in here without an invitation or a very big laser cutter. Which puts us right back where we started. Ow! Ow, 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 ow! Casey, you okay? George. And whether or not I'm alright has never been satisfactorily determined. What are you doing under there, Casey? Uh, George, sorry. See this thing. This is the thing that was doing things to the other things. Just let me do a thing and stick it back in the thing and then we'll see if it'll do the right thing. Translation? I think we need to do a thing. I hate you. (laughs) Makes you wish you were only child, huh? On older ships like the Fortuna, they can't program a ship's computer to respond to a port's computers. So, they install a slave proxy, which is what George just took out. We're going to see if removing it will allow us to fire the engines without port authority clearance. Is that safe? Definitely not, but we're running out of ideas. I don't like this. Give us some time to... Bridge here. It's Kitty. I'm down here in the cargo pods. I found something. I'll be down there in five minutes. Bring Casey. We need his expertise. You got it. Bridge out. Can you spare him for a few minutes? Yeah, now he's uninstalled the proxy. It's just a matter of rebooting and some creative programming. George? Let's go, Helen. Tell me, are we off to launch a thousand ships? Why did you burn the topless towers of Ilium? What did they ever do to you? They blocked my view of Christopher Marlowe's arse. Mac, keep me posted. Walk between the worlds, bravely down the candle road. The light will lead you deep into your core. Gypsy Audio presents Fortuna Buyer's Market Part 2 Written and directed by A.J. Clarkson May you raise your eyes and know with every step We are not alone We are come to the labyrinth tonight Kitty, you back here? In here, number six Whoa, one box? That's all there is in this entire cargo pod? That's weird. Are they all like this? No, most of them are full. This pod's the only one like this. And as to why, well, that's why... Isn't Andy supposed to be helping you with this? Dr. Cranky Drawers found some medical supplies in the last cargo pod. She squealed like a kid on Christmas morning and vanished into the medical bay. What have you found? For the most part, just the usual. Pharmaceuticals, water purifiers, food processing units. Probably for one of the outer colonies. One of the pods is full of explosives headed for one of the mining facilities in Sector 3. Not much use without detonators, but we could probably get a nice price for it all the same. Did you know there's a full ton of freeze-dried tuna in the last pod we checked? Who the hell wants a ton of freeze-dried tuna? Somebody who really likes tuna. But you haven't found anything that would make both the Union and the Confederation so interested in us. Well, there's this. The label says prefabricated emergency shelter, but that's not what's inside. What's inside? Have a look for yourself. 
Another box. In a hermetically sealed container. I don't know about you, but I've never heard of an emergency shelter that needs to be vacuum-packed. And look at the label on the inner box. Biohazardous material. Do not expose to open air. Do not expose to vacuum. Do not expose to blah, blah. Biohazard? Why is there a passcode lock on it? That's why I wanted Casey. He's the best at hacking these things. On it. Couldn't it just be pharmaceuticals? Drugs aren't labeled biohazard. And they're not locked down like this. And if it were just drugs, why is the delivery address not a hospital? Deliver to Mr. W.R. Wagner, Valkyrie Port, Nibelung Colony, Ultraviolet Security Storage. Mr. Wagner, not doctor. What does a private citizen want with biohazardous materials? There you go. Damn, George, you're good. Ain't I, though? But to be fair, this lock was a joke. Now let's see what we've got. Um... Okay. I don't know what I expected, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. Well, this doesn't make any sense. They're just bottles of... What is this? They look like black jelly beans. Are they licorice flavor? I love licorice. Here, try one. Wait! Nobody try anything. Just give me a second. Cargo to sickbay. Andy, where are you? Where I always am, Helen. What do you need? We have some pills down here that we can't identify. You want to come down here and take a look? Well, what does the label say? Here, hand me one of those bottles. Uh, isobutyl uh, benzo pro, uh, pro, um, what you call it? Uh, acid, right. It's iso something or other acid. Not really helpful, Helen. What? I thought we had a deal. I run the ship, you handle all the medical terminology. And, you know, all that blood and stuff. Philistines. I'm on my way. They don't taste anything like licorice. Kind of funny tasting. Here, Helen, you want to try one? Casey, you spit that out right now. Oops. Oh, great. Just great. Kitty, take Casey down to... Kitty? Why are you looking at me like that? Oops. You took one of the pills. What? Casey did too. And I was curious. Oh, I expect crazy from Casey. From you, I expect a little good sense. What if it's poison? What if it's some experimental virus? And what if it's not? It's my body. I can experiment if I want to. It's like being in charge of a kindergarten. I'm a pirate king. And it is, it is a glorious thing. Watch this! I'm a pirate king. I am a pirate king. I'm okay! Are they going to be alright out there? Depends. If Casey does not stop singing soon, I'm going to kill him with one of Kitty's swords. Homicide later. Right now, I want answers. Well, according to the computer analysis, the drug is a combination of high-octane amphetamines, adrenaline-producing enhancers, a cocktail of anabolic steroids, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, analgesics, and the honestly weirdest concoction of biochemical signal enhancers that I have ever seen. Which means? It means you take the drug and you're wired for sound. You're super stamina, super fast, super agile, super tough, and super happy. That means... Even if you broke both of her arms and legs, Kitty could, and probably would, do an Olympic acrobatics routine at twice normal speed while singing Hail Britannia and mentally calculating the value of pi to 87 digits. 
Okay, maybe not the pie thing, but her mind is working about ten times faster than it normally does. It doesn't make her smarter or stronger, just faster and tougher. Well, at least for as long as the drug is in her system. And when it wears off? What happens when you overclock an engine, Captain? Ouch. Probably not too ouchy on just one dose. They'll crash in a little while and sleep it off. I'll monitor both of them. Long-term use would be, well, not good. The heart couldn't take this kind of strain in the long term, and this kind of tinkering with brain chemistry is never not a bad idea. Plus, I'd bet my share of next year's haul that this stuff is highly addictive. Great. The new designer drug. I really doubt that. See, stoners are looking for their next new high. You know, hallucinations, pretty colors, great sex. This drug doesn't do any of that. There's no actual euphoria with any of these drugs. It just enhances what's already there. But Kitty's... Okay, Kitty is climbing the bulkhead. She's about 15 feet up. I'm impressed. Alarmed, but impressed. Yeah, but Kitty has always been high-strung and hyperactive. This just gives her the ability to follow through on the impulses that were already in her mind. And Casey? I, he thinks he's a pirate king named George Quixote, and he's singing Gilbert and Sullivan. How is this different from yesterday? Casey has been in and out of mental facilities for years, and has taken every medication known to science. His drug tolerance is off the chart. I have no idea how he's going to react. Just keep an eye on him, both of them. I already planned to. And this does answer your original question, by the way. Which question? Why everybody is suddenly so interested in your cargo. Um, I don't get it. Okay, this drug isn't just some quickie cocktail mixed up with a Mr. Science whiz-bang chemistry set. This is pharmaceutical-grade stuff. And who would want a drug that doesn't make you high, but ramps up your stamina, pain tolerance, reflexes, and speed? A government. Got it in one. Enhanced soldiers. Don't know if it's the Confederation or the Union, but somebody wants this stuff. Yeah, Helen here. We've got company. Oh, great. The Port Authority picks now as a perfect time to show up. Can you stall? This isn't the Port Authority. Remember what you said about laser cutters? Well, they brought one. A great big one, mounted on a rolling platform. I don't think they're going to wait for an invitation aboard. Lasers? Damn, are we ready to dust off? We need five more minutes. You keep saying that, and yet here we sit. Can you keep them out? I can try. Do what you can. I'm on my way. Andy, are those two out there impaired in any way? What? They're hopped up on some drug I've found- Yeah, yeah, I know that. But you said they're not high. Not the way a regular drug works. Are they impaired? They can still do their jobs. Yeah, I guess. At least until the drug wears off. Good. That's all I needed to know. Wait! Kitty, what are you doing up there? Come down right now. Casey, you and Kitty load up and get down to the main bay doors. We've got visitors. Woohoo! Some action at last! Wait, I don't know how long this drug is going to last, or what will happen to them when they come down! Worry about that later. Right now, I want you to go get that box of drugs out of the cargo pods and into med bay. I want that stuff where we can keep an eye on it. Port Authority to ICC Fortuna. 
This is Fortuna Port Party. Go ahead. This is Major Collins with Imperial Union Expeditionary Forces. I want to speak to Helen McKenzie. I'm sorry, Captain McKenzie, powdering her nose at the moment. Is there anything I can help you with? Yeah, you can quit dicking around and put the captain on the line. I'm here. What are they doing? Have they started cutting yet? Shut up. Look, Major, I just stay the ship. I don't have any control over Helen's bladder. You are just going to have to wait until she gets out of the head. Or let me help you. Wait. Is this Paris? Paris Mackenzie, Helen's brother? Don't call me that. It's Mac. Just Mac. <laughs> yeah, Paris Mackenzie. You're the cripple. Don't call me that either. I met you once at a reception for your father after one of his medal ceremonies. <laughs> uh, you were just a kid then. Crying shame. I I feel for you. Really, I do. You, you could have been a hell of a pilot if it weren't for the... I already am one hell of a pilot, thank you very much. You know what I meant. I do. That just makes it worse. I got all the full sympathy I could stand from that lick spittles before I turned 17. I didn't need it then. I don't need it now. Fine. Put your sister on the line and you won't have to listen to me anymore. Or you could go throw yourself in the nearest black hole. I wouldn't have to listen to you then, either. Listen, smartass. Put Helen McKenzie on the radio or I order my men to start breaching your hull. I'm sure you've noticed them outside your main bay doors. Give it to me. Major, this is Captain McKenzie. Sorry for the delay. Venice powdering your nose? Yeah, well, we let our engineer cook dinner last night. It always does bad things to the digestive tract. Last time Casey cooked, everybody came down with St. Vita's dance. Not pretty. Cute. Real cute. Your attitude is as poor as your brother's. Tell him to go screw himself. What can I do for you, Major? You can open your ship and you and your crew can lay down your weapons and surrender peacefully. What for? We haven't done anything. Don't be disingenuous, Helen. Don't call me Helen. It's Captain Mackenzie. I remember you when you were six years old, Helen. You were your father's bride. And now I'm his secret shame. But that doesn't mean I'm not still a captain. And we're not giving up, not when we haven't done anything. Tell that to the crew of the Delibes. Oh, wait. You can't. They're all dead! They may be dead, but we didn't kill them. What is it? Jackie. Major, I don't think it's justice you're looking for, is it? It's something a little more tangible. Of course we'll be confiscating your stolen cargo. That's... Standard procedure. Color me surprised. You have five minutes to surrender your crew and the cargo, or we start cutting. Hold the line. What? We've got more trouble. Andy sent a text over the intercom. More? Bulls. Major, I'll take your proposition under advisement. Call me later, we'll do lunch. Bye-bye now. Wait, you can't judge! Andy's just spotted some intruders in engineering. How much do you want to bet it's Candy Canes and her buddies in the Confederation? That would be our luck. Union on one side, Confed on the other. They must have come through one of the emergency hatches. Hacked the lockout. Now they're trying to access the cargo pod controls. I can lock them out, but only for a minute or two. Damn it! Guys, game change. We got incursion on the engineering deck. Get down there now. We're on our way. And I'm right behind you. What do you want me to do? Get us off this planet! Yesterday! What about the laser cutters 
and Major Collins. If we dust off, they can't cut us open. And if they breach the hull before we can launch, we're eating vacuum. That gives you five minutes. Make them count. Great. Absolutely no pressure there, then. Go, Helen. Already gone. George. Extraction team. They came in through engineering, and now they're in the cargo string corridor, trying to hack our codes. Those are Confederation insignia. <sighs> I knew it. I hate it when I'm right. Where are the drugs? You're sitting on them. I was down here trying to get them to Med Bay when I heard these jokers moving into engineering. Good catch, Andy. Thanks. Okay, we need to... Wait. Where's Kitty? Um, well, she's... Where is she? She's up there. Crap. How'd she get way up there? And what's she doing? I've been asking myself that same question. Maybe she's gonna fly. George, do you ever listen to yourself? I try not to. It breaks the illusion. Come on, focus. What do you want us to do? They're right here and they don't see us yet. You want us to start shooting? Helen! Do you know how this corridor is formed? What it's made of? Shooting in here would be insane. You know, as I recall... You said you would handle the technical side, so long as I handled the medical terminology, remember? Great. This corridor doesn't exist unless there are cargo pods. Each cargo pod has a section of corridor built into it. They're modular. They only form a corridor when you connect them together, like we have here. That's why you have these airlock panels between doors, so you can seal them off. Uh, Helen? So? So, the bits of corridor have to be able to tolerate being exposed to space which means they're tough, which means firing a projectile like a bullet into the corridor will only cause a ricochet. Lots and lots of deadly ricochets. So what the hell are we supposed to use to stop them? Harsh language. Helen! I think Kitty's way ahead of you. Look. What's she doing? Bypassing the door security. They can't get past the key code on the door, but she can cut it entirely from up there, assuming they don't see her. She's letting them into the pod. Yeah. Why not? You have the cargo out here, right? I get it. Get ready to run. They're in the pod. Close the door, Kitty. Come on, run! They're coming. Back out. Cover fire. Keep them in there. Lock it off, Kitty. Great, do we have them all? Looks like it. That'll keep him out of mischief for a moment. Captain McKenzie? Okay, maybe I was wrong. I'm here. Who are you? That's Mac's girlfriend, the one who likes foreplay with gunfire. Kinky. Captain McKenzie, I know you're out there. Hi, Candy. Unlike my brother, I don't get off on slutty women with guns. Funny. If you're as smart as our intelligence says you are, you'd unlock this door... Give us the drug, and then get out of this system as fast as this junk heap of a ship will carry you. Junk heap? Flattery will get you nowhere. I have a counter-proposal for you, Miss Cairns. Why don't I dust off this crappy little planet, cut this cargo pod loose, and program its maneuvering thrusters to fly you and your little Boy Scout troop into the sun? Ha! You wouldn't! You pointed a gun at my brother, honey. You threatened my engineer. You broke into my ship. You shot at my crew. 
behaviour like that makes me feel, ooh, all kinds of PMSy. Helen, they've started cutting. Terrific. As if we don't have enough to worry about. Can we launch, Mac? Just give the word. Do it. You'll regret this. The Confederation has a carrier crew in orbit around this planet as we speak. They'll shoot you out of the sky as soon as you launch. Tell them to get in line. Kitty, get down from there. I need you. Here I am. What you need? Clean out the last cargo pod on the string. Put that damned crate in the empty pod at the very back. They want that stupid cargo. They can damned well work for it. Andy, keep an eye on this door. If they get out, shoot them. You got it, boss. Casey, those jerks had to get aboard through one of the aft hatches. Find where, secure it, get us ready for launch. You have two minutes. Two minutes isn't enough time. Tough. Make it work. I'll be on the bridge if you need me. You know vandalism is a crime, right? Quit carving your initials into my hull, or I'm going to report you. Then open the door, Paris! You are a crap negotiator. Do you know that? I tried being reasonable and you cracked jokes. Now, I'm being firm. How are we doing? Not great. They'll be through those doors in another minute or two. Can we take off? The computers are online and ready to roll. It's going to take a few minutes to get through the pre-flight checks. Skip them. We haven't got time. That's suicidal. What happens if we blow up? Then we won't have to worry about Mr. Sunshine and his merry band of psychopathic killers. Just do it. Here, give me the radio while you're at it. Here you go. Collins, you still out there? Still here. You ready to give up? Give up? Not so much. As you can probably tell by the engines, we're getting ready to take off. Sorry we couldn't get together for a face-to-face. Have your people call my people. Maybe we can do lunch sometime. What about the people of the Deleves? You say you didn't kill them. Don't you want to clear your names of murder? You haven't taken the word of a bunch of pirates. Why should anybody else? We know we didn't do it. That's going to have to be enough for now. Bye-bye now. Two minutes to clear out, Mo. But we have a bigger problem now. Sensors are saying we have a welcoming committee waiting for us in low orbit. What kind of welcoming committee? Well, I'd say ten. No, fifteen ships. Union patrol group by the ident signatures. Most of them are out of range except for one. The ICC Allegra. They won't shoot us down. They want that damned cargo. Maybe they won't. But the other guys might. What other guys? The Confederation ships sitting in high orbit just out of range of the Union group. Looks like seven or eight ships... Berserker class. Nasty. Fast. And they're all in range of us. They won't shoot at us either. Not while we have their team prisoner. We do? When did we take prisoners? That's a problem on this ship. No one tells me anything. Why aren't they attacking each other? Don't they know there's a war going on? They're all waiting on us. Oh good. That's just what I was hoping for. Your what? You've lost your mind, little sister. Just get me the captains on the radio. I want to talk to both of them. That'll take a second. Hey, Helen, we're all set down here. What's your plan? A little game of keep away. You guys get out of the podstring corridor, but stand by. Things are about to get interesting. Go ahead, Helen. They're online. This is Helen McKenzie, captain of the Fortuna. Who am I talking to? Captain James Perry, ICC Allegra. This is Captain Ruth Tackett of the Confederation battleship Mikado. You 
have my people. I do. You're under arrest for the murder of the crew of the Delibus. Heave to and prepare to be boarded. <sighs> I just had this conversation with your marine buddy Landside, Captain. If I really believed this was about the crew of the Delibes, I'd surrender in a hot minute. But I didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday. You're here for one thing only, and it's the same thing that brought Captain Tackett here. The cargo the Delibes, and now I am carrying. What cargo? Don't be coy, Perry. You union jerks are terrible at keeping secrets. The performance enhancement drugs. Point to Captain Tackett for being honest. Does that mean you'll release the cargo to me instead of Perry? Uh, not so much. Kitty, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Helen. Captains, that is my lovely and charming assistant, Kitty. People say she's a criminal and possibly a sociopath, and I just think she's my strong right arm. Say hello to the nice people, Kitty. You don't know any nice people, Helen. Good point. Now, I've brought Kitty into this conversation because she's standing by on my cargo pod string... When I say the word, she's going to cut loose the last two pods on the string. One of those cargo pods holds the cargo. One of them holds a fistful of nasty, nasty little commandos who snuck onto my ship without permission and then had the audacity to shoot at my people. Can you imagine such a wicked thing to do? So you're just going to release the only thing stopping us from shooting you out of the sky. That's neighborly of you. This is going to be easier than I thought. <sighs> Don't be obtuse, Perry. It's not that simple, is it, Captain Mackenzie? Clever girl. Now, a cargo pod doesn't have the kind of engine on it that your ships or mine have, but those attitudinal thrusters have a little kick to them. Combine them with gravity, and you'd be surprised at how fast they can pick up speed. Yes, I'm sure I would. What's your point? Kitty, you have the word. Cut them loose. You got it, Helen. My point, Captain Perry, is that both those pods are programmed to fly into the sun. Now, you can shoot us out of the sky, or you can go catch the prize. Unfortunately, you don't have time for both. You're insane. My people are on one of those pods. Then you'd better get moving. The Mikado just broke off communications. They're breaking orbit. Thank you. Stand by. Wait, wait, wait. Mackenzie, Captain, which pod holds that cargo? Honestly, I haven't the foggiest idea. You'll find out when you catch up to them. If you catch up to them. Better get moving, Captain Perry. I think Captain Tackett's pulling ahead. And the Allegra is breaking orbit, but the rest of his fleet is accelerating. They're coming in our direction. Break orbit. Now. Now, now, now. Headed for the jump gate. Are they following? Stand by. No, they're heading in the other direction, going after those pods. <sighs> Holy crap, that was close. And here was me thinking that Casey was the only crazy one on this ship. You'd be wrong. Get us out of this system. Head for Rossini. I'm going to go to my bunk and hyperventilate. Helen, you're back. Saved a seat for you. As if three weeks of hyperspace isn't bad enough. Have I mentioned that I really hate Rossini Port? Repeatedly. Did you sell our cargo? Yep. Talk to that creep, Black Hole Genovese. 
He was excited as hell about the hollow brothel. Oh, suck it up, manhole. We got top price for that. Enough marks to keep Fortuna flying a while longer. That's more important than dipping your wick with a holographic hooker. And everything else? Not great. The word is out that the Imperial Union is after us. And the Confederation. And half the sector believes we killed those poor people on the Delabess. And the ones that don't believe it think they can screw us on price because we're desperate. Are we desperate? Not yet. Hey, George, what are you cooking? Casey. What? The name's Casey. Huh? What happened to George? We broke up. It wasn't him, it was me. I needed a lot of space. We'd just grown apart. Different goals, different needs. Nah, I'm lying. It was totally him. Okay. (laughs) Good. Glad to have you back, Casey. George was a terrible cook. He wanted to put garlic in everything. Helen, you got to land on our next job yet? Any good chickens out there just waiting to be plucked? Considering how hot we are, I'm thinking we should lay off the piracy for a while. At least till things cool down. Well, what are we going to do for money? Well, I did hear about this smuggling job. It means we have to go into Union space, but it might be profitable and easier. Not so many people shooting at us. Less shooting is good. Speak for yourself, Flyboy. I'm here for the action, not the pretty scenery. Argue later. Dinner now. Did everybody wash their hands? Yes, Casey. Then let's eat. Tonight's episode of Fortuna, Buyer's Market, was written and directed by A.J. Clarkson. Featured in the cast were Sarah as Helen McKenzie, Alex Gilmore as Mac McKenzie, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Andy, A.J. Clarkson as Kitty, David MacGyver as Casey, Sable Jack as Arakan, Billy Flynn as Duncan, Tanya Milovic as Candice, David Collins Rivera as Stephen, Andrew Hackley as Robert, Roger Kint as Major Collins, Kristen Siemens as Sally, Bill Howick as the bouncer, Girls in the Bar were played by Faith Lyons, Sarah Swinford, Lauren Craycroft, Kristen Siemens, the Union Trooper, Victor Aurelius, Peter Malayan as Perry, Kim Janopoulos as Tackett. Fortuna Buyer's Market was produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod at imbecompetech.com. Theme music, Come to the Labyrinth, was written and performed by S.J. Tucker and was used with her permission. Sound effects were provided by freesound.org. Fortuna and Buyer's Market are protected under a Creative Commons License 2013. Our executive producer is gypsyaudio.org. This is James Lee. Thank you for listening. That lead us where we are to go May you raise your eyes and know with every step We are not alone